dive deep into the realm of large language models, prompt engineering, and best practices. With over 25 years of combined AI and product engineering experience, here are your hosts, Bradley Arsenault and Justin Macarin. Hello, Justin. Hello, Brad. Justin, you know, I was hearing about like uh, a friend telling me about how their company's uh, trying to adopt AI. And like the, the, the CEO is super gung-ho. We're going to use AI over here. We're going to use AI over there. I want the sales team using AI. I want the marketing team using AI. I want the operations team. Why do we have customer service agents? Let's just replace them with chatbots. AI, you know, like up and down, left, right, and center. That's, that's how he was describing it to me, this, this, this company's strategy. And it just seems to me like AI can do all of those things, right? It can do customer service. It can write sales copy. It, it, can the whole company just be automated? Is, is the CEO just going to fire everyone and replace them all with employees? Like, what do you think? I, <laughs> I think you're right. I think AI can do all these things. Um, but I think to deliver like real value, I think that it's important to focus on each one of those things. You can't just build, you know, one big AI to do it all. And I think that there, you know, when, when Google released Gemini and when OpenAI released ChatGPT with their like image generation and code execution, and when, you know, Perplexity continues to release amazing products where now it's able to like crawl the web and do all these crazy things, you know, mm. I think that it's easy for us to kind of forget um, about the, the complexities on the back end, you know, this is not just one AI. These are multiple applications that are well built for that specific use case that are kind of just like brought together using. What are, hold on. What, what, what are you saying here, Justin? You're saying that my text, I, I make chat GPT a query. It's not just like feeding into one little GPT, spitting back out the answer and, and sending it off to me. You're saying there's more, more there than that. Yes, yes, Brad. Um, I know. I don't want to hear you say it. <laughs> I, I, I could hear the rhetorical question in there, but um, <laughs> the answer is is definitely yes. And and I think that that you know this mo more more than most, right? Um, I remember when when we were working closer together, you know, a few years ago, when when we were building these classification engines for Vesta, um, the the restaurant bot, and we're seeing a lot of the same things right now with, with these very, you know, large scale, you know, AI APIs where they're, they're able to generate images. They're able to execute code. They're able to call APIs. They're able to generate stories. They're able to generate emails. They're able to do all these different things. And I think that once again, it's, it it's, while it may be a little confusing for us and a little hard to think about, you know, I think it's 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 nice to think about this as like a spider web of different applications where you have a query, it's yeah. being classified, right? And based on that classification, it's going and being redirected to different large language models or different code execution engines or different applications. So 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 if I'm getting you right, it's it, it takes what we typed in, and it's like, okay, you know, this is generating uh some content or this is answering a question or this is 
um, you know, doing this type of, of modality. And then you route it to like purpose built systems that are designed that are more fine tuned for that specific use case. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. And even, you know, on the large language model side of things, and and I'd also love, you know, your your take on this, but you know, what 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 I've noticed is if I ask it to generate code, it'll generate more markdown style type stuff and it'll present it to me in a code block. If I ask it, you know, a question about business, it'll you know, favor maybe bullet points with like bolded titles. If I ask Maybe. it to generate a short story, it'll kind of generate a different format than, you know, the code or those bullet points. It, 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 it yeah. almost seems very, very good at, at kind of figuring out the, my intent and then generating text based off of that intent. Are, are you seeing the same thing on your end? I, I could, I see that there's like, coming from like the GPT models, it, it kind of has several formats of output, right? That it, and I can imagine that the best results are accomplished by having fine tuning a model to generate a specific format. So on intake, it's like, okay, if it's this type of query, um, you know, I want a three, the three paragraph essay format, you know? Or yeah, it's like, okay, right. this query seems to be more of a list. I'm going to do the paragraph list paragraph format, you know? And then, it ha yeah, it, you have a purpose-built generator that's, like, that's fine-tuned just for that format. Now, I'm not an open AI engineer, but I absolutely, if I would design it that way, because I, I'd expect to get better results just by kind of segmenting and, and that. Yeah, and, and, and I think it's important to remember that all this code is proprietary, right? Like, we don't have visibility within these organizations to truly understand um, how they're building their applications, but it just sounds like sound engineering decisions. And I guess to follow up on, on what you just mentioned, what happens, Brad, when we have image generation or code execution or, you know, web browsing? Is it a large language model that's kind of doing all this work or is it being sent to different, you know, execution functions like what <laughs> i mean open ai has, has tools right um but like it we know it's bad at math so it's probably not doing its own calculations right web browser of course there's going to be like tools there on the background it has to open a real web browser it's not like the llm is like simulating the google chrome code right so it's like you're right it's a system and like one component is the language model but it, it's interacting with like this whole surrounding ecosystem that's like allowing it to serve what a, what look like very magical responses. So I guess to touch on what you mentioned at the beginning of the call, where where you have this friend and 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 the CEO is is gung ho about you know um, integrating AI everywhere in the business. Yeah. What and 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 now we know that these these the most popular, most magical AI systems is not just one big AI. It's actually multiple applications, multiple AIs with classification models kind of routing requests in the right way. How, how would an organization go about, you know, building something like this? Is it like, you know, a, a, 
a, a project that takes a few months, where where maybe is is the best place to focus to start off with? I guess yeah. Like I mean, I'm not the business person. It depends on um, your use case, but naturally, I'd be looking at the core, like the the core of your business, the thing, your core competency. That's really what's going to get disrupted with AI technology, and that's what you need to revolutionize. Um, so I would be starting there first, but like, I, I think you, we were touching as well on, on the fact that when, when you meet people like my friend or my friend's boss, um, they kind of, they have this view of that's like taken from, you remember that movie? Um, I think it was literally called AI in like 2002. <laughs> Uh, I robot, I robot. Remember, I robot, and it's got yeah. like there's a super intelligence and it controls yeah, all yeah, the robots yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, um, I that's that's people's imagination. They're like, we're there now. We're building a super the the business super intelligence, and it's just going to do all of these different things, rather than investing the necessary engineering to do one thing um, really well. Like they just, you know, just throw cash around everywhere. <laughs> so, so basically what you're saying is, you know, instead of, of focusing on everything all at once, what we should really be doing is focusing on maybe one or two very, very important things that are at the core or focus of the business and get very, very good at that one thing. And then if an organization mm -hmm. chooses, then they could start layering or maybe routing requests to these different AIs um, to kind of facilitate, you know, a super AI type application within the business. Well, I, I guess what there's one component like the customer service. And like sales, like if you want to make an interactive chatbot that can do customer service and sales, it does, it has to integrate with a lot of different systems, but you might already have as if, let's say you're a company and your core competency is like, um, some sort of, uh, a, a service where you do analysis and you, you know, you produce a report. You know, I think what I'm suggesting is where to focus is like that core competency is the producing of the reports. Automate that. And then, yeah. And then when it comes to other, like your operational departments, like your mar your own marketing and your own sales and your own whatever, then you're probably going to use like other off-the-shelf tooling, you know? You're not necessarily going to have some super intelligent IBM mainframe that does every operation in your business. And I guess we can assume that if, well, these businesses already exist and they're already very proficient at generating these reports, we can already assume that they've already done the very hard work of doing these system integrations. It's there. They've done the work. And maybe yeah. now we just yeah. need a little bit more extra work, you know, on the AI front in each one of these departments to kind of push ourselves a little further ahead or maybe add a little bit more of that magic or a little add a little bit more of that automation um so that in the future we could add that routing and kind of you know create some sort of larger a business you know ai to to do a lot of of of, 
this works. I, I guess where we're kind of going is that there, there's a lot of conventional computing systems, right? You know, business applications that are an uh, interface with a database. You know, maybe there's some business logic. Our AI systems for the foreseeable future are going to have to integrate with those legacy non-AI conventional computing systems. And so that's, I guess that's kind of where we're thinking is like, um, uh, the, the, the AI ha has to be able to uh, bring in all of these different functions and talk to all of these different functions, especially if it's, if it's going to interact with the customer. I think a really good example of that is what we're seeing with, with ChatGPT, right? You talk about conventional computing. And if we, talk, if, if, if we think of conventional computing, we think of reading and writing from a file. We yep. think of browsing the internet. Yeah. We think about um, code running a Python function. That's there's there's literally right. nothing yeah. more yeah. foundational than that. Yeah. So and and I guess what we're seeing OpenAI do today and Genesis and all these other AIs is that's that's exactly what they're doing. They're they're integrating with foundational compute to yeah. kind of of, of facilitate that kind of of you know computing execution yeah and those those integrations they take a lot of resources like as much as the language human, human resources or compute resources or both human human well i guess both but mainly human resources is okay. like it takes a lot of engineering labor to yeah. take like your core computing system that like your company sells and now integrate all of its various functions and features with an LLM so that it can execute some business process or it can interact with the customer. These are big investments. That's why this this friend of mine trying to do, we're going to do it over here and do it over there and do it over there. It's like, yeah, it's exciting, but like focus a little bit. Come on. Do, do you think that you need to have a background in artificial intelligence or data science to be able to do these integrations or is there a world where we can kind of open up the door for any engineer to kind of integrate um these you know raw api calls or raw applications internally into some sort of you know larger ai system or maybe add some ai to their application i would like to see a world that allows product people to do a lot of that work and allows analysts whatever that where the tooling is more off the shelf what i'm seeing right now though is like if you want to put ai in your core competency it you probably still do need an ai engineer like it's it there's there's a lot of art there there's a lot of experience that's needed but like when it comes to the the operational departments um, let's say you're just like the marketing department inside a larger company and you're just buying commercial off the shelf software, then I think absolutely. Then th those teams can, could adopt AI without needing to be technical. Let me push back on that a bit. Cause okay. I know right. that, that open AI, their amazing product, GPTs, you'd create a GPT for anything, right? 
Yeah. We know that, that they have this functions capability where you can, you know, integrate with a function or an yeah. API. Brad, you don't need to be an AI guy to be able to integrate an API call into that. Sure. It won't be, you know, a, 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 a production level application with enormous, you know, it, it, it won't be incredibly robust with like error handling and all that kind of stuff. But anyone who has some sort of, you know, API integration knowledge could potentially build their own GPT. And maybe, you know, that's like, that's the direction I'd, I, I'd love to see the market move in where where sure you may not have AI experience, but you have enough core domain experience to integrate your core product that the engineering team really knows well because they've they've dealt with it for so many years into this newer AI application that's maybe managed by an AI team. Okay, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. So if if I get you in this strategy that you're proposing, um, the engineers would kind of do those integrations with the tools. Like they would provide to the LLM, here's the tools that are available to you. You can call this API, that API, talk to this system, talk to that system, you know? But then they hand off and is like, here's the tools. Now you can create your GPT to do our core competency, you know, write this report, perform this piece of analysis, make this uh, difficult decision or, or write this document or whatever, you know, yeah. your, your deliverable yeah. is. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I think that maybe we're not there yet because it is still very, very, very new, but I think that's just like the next natural step. Um, and I'm really excited for it because that'll allow, you know, most engineering teams to actually start work on this without waiting, you know, for, for your magic AI guy to pop up um, and kind of sprinkle their magic over everything. Because now everybody's going to be kind of empowered to do this. And hopefully it moves organizations faster into the AI world. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, I think, I mean, we're, we're in night and day difference in terms of like the relative ability of regular people to use AI technology than we were, you know, two years ago. <laughs> but um, we do have even further to go. You know, if you were to ask your product person directly, like, hey, create a GPT, here's the docs page for our API. They probably could not do the, the tools integration themselves. They might have a little more struggle with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I guess, you know, the job maybe today of, of, of an AI team is maybe less about building AI applications and maybe more about educating, um, organization engineers onto how to work with AI and how to integrate their, their applications with AI, because if the integration component is relatively easy, right? We could go to hugging face mm -hmm. right now. Yep. Get a classification model, like four or five lines of code. I'm classifying stuff, right? It, it's, it's not rocket science. Um, what is rocket science is what you mentioned earlier, that core domain knowledge, that core domain expertise. And yeah. I feel that in many cases, it's going to be core engineering teams that are going to be the best suited for that kind of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah you won't need a lot of ai engineer but the, certainly some experience helps i think 
Like if you're a lot, you know, a lot of people are concerned, for example, about the AI spewing, spewing out wrong facts. Like it's, it's spitting out wrong information or it's, you know, hallucinations as it's commonly called. And like, there is a way to deal with that. Like that, that's a solvable problem, but like that, that is kind of like an industry insider technique, how, how we accomplish that with say like reg or with fine tuning to try to steer the answers towards things that are like uh stuff so that that's where an ai kind of expertise i think does matter a little bit more i like it brad brad it was a pleasure chatting with you about this this is super exciting and and you know i man i am so excited to to move forward in this space um and just continue to learn about all this it's it's moving so fast it's exciting times it, they definitely are. They definitely are. Great chatting with you, Justin. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. If you've enjoyed today's episode, hit subscribe and stay updated on our latest content. We appreciate your support.